Hi, my name is David O, and you're listening to the Upside Down Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of um, Upside Down Podcast, and I'm your host, Low IQ, and obviously your favorite co-host, Behove, and no. we have a special guest. No. What are you shouting? No, I am the host. You are the co-host. Okay, go on. Start. Yes. How can I? Yes, thank you. Let the men speak. <laughs> sure. Wow. Sure, sure, the sure. The patriarch is waiting. As the woman, I choose to be in the background. Yeah, remain silent. See, see what, 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 what's that? Sure. No, I care. You could get, you could get cancelled for saying that. You know. <laughs> I know. What? You get cancelled okay. by your gender. <laughs> 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 Even people of my gender may cancel you. Like. It's crazy yeah, what the world has no, become. I have, I have, I, I have nothing to lose at this point. So well, anyway, guys, thank you so much for uh, tuning in to another episode of I Upside just Down said Podcast. that. Why are you mansplaining? <laughs> Good. Please, I just said thank you. Be, your 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 show. Be professional. Sorry, we actually have a guest, and this is not a nice way to like. You're scaring him. Yeah, we Calm have down. to stop. Yeah, let's let's be let's be Don't calm normal. I, I follow your podcast. I'm, I'm used to uh, <laughs> our back and forth. Do I call it sibling? Do I, do I call it sibling squabble or yes, you know, sibling rivalry? Couple fight. Mm. Nah, small yeah. siblings. Because I want to. I want to literally. Okay, I can't sit out on on air. <laughs> yeah, I just want. I yeah. Don't expose yeah, yourself. For... Death, but okay. Um. Yeah. But you have nothing um, to lose. I have not nothing to lose. No mind that yeah, she so came to death. See, he is annoying. A, typi- a typical mm-hmm. woman contradicting herself. You see, they don't know what they want. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> You're okay, okay, my God, okay, fine, fine, fine. I'm We're joking. ready. Come on, I'm, I'm ready now, nah, bro. Mm-mm. I'm ready. Let's go. But anyway, uh, David, just introduce yourself. That's not how to introduce it. Let me do this. We don't know how to do this. Okay. Oh, so, my God. Okay. Because we've had a lot, like, this is a long time coming. So we have to be properly. Okay. Okay. Fine. You know how long I've right. tried to get this guy on this show. Yeah. Okay. So, hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Lo IQ. This is Hove. You know what you know. Anyway, we have our first ever guest on the show. Like, our first ever guest on the show. And I'm very excited to introduce the coolest dude on the block, um, the David O. Not Davido, but David O. Yeah. Say hi and introduce yourself. Tell us what you do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hi, everyone. Um, as I've been introduced, I am David O. Yes, <laughs> David O. You know, not David O. <laughs> um, I, I work in technology. I work for um, a big um, global telecom firm. Um, Go on, mate. Talk yeah, your shit. In, yeah. Uh, in a software engineering capacity, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, and a summary of what I do is pretty much um, if you're based in the UK and you're watching, um, you're watching TV via any broadcaster, and um, something goes wrong, chances are it's my fault. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. So big responsibilities. Um, on the other hand, I. On the other hand, I'm I'm, I'm building a currency exchange platform, Vingdo AI. Um, what? With, That's cool. With um, with um, two other co-founders, uh, we are 
hoping to democratize access to foreign exchange for Africans and um, make a massive dent on the reverse remittance space, which has re remained largely unsolved um, um, for a lot of Africans. And lastly, um, I consider myself a WhatsApp um, entertainer. That's yes. my night job. I take that very seriously. Um, and my fans appreciate me. And um, yeah, and um, I also take my football um, seriously. Um, okay, that's interesting. I'm actually an FA registered football player. Um, I play for Hope Church Football Club um, in oh. the Suffolk and Ipswich League. Yeah, so that's pretty much uh, it about me, really. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome, Flashup. <clears throat> Super proud of you, man. Super proud. See? See? I know how to pick guests. You're welcome, Hove. And um, <laughs> David, I'm just going to let you know you're living Hove's dream right now. You always dreamt of being a footballer, but... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you see, you see, you see, these are the issues. You see, women will always disappoint you. I don't understand. What do you why, mean? Why, why do you have to? Why do you have to air my dirty papa outside? Uh, so why you were shooting me at the beginning? Did anybody right? ask you for that information? You're shooting me at the beginning. No, you're you shooting see, me at the beginning. No. Talking about how I'm a woman, blah 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 blah. Ah, so wait, 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 relax. I am, I am manifesting in, in what you're saying. I'm being the woman that taking, you want. You're taking basically. womanhood as an insult, as a shot. You see, no, it, no, it, no ah. I'm not saying no, no. I'm saying your description of what a woman is. I am living that. Oh, I'm what do you mean by description? Women are beautiful now. What do you mean by that? Anyway. What's our topic today? God. Do I have a, we have a topic? We have a topic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, before we go into the topic. Um, Actually, first of all, before we go on, David, you mentioned, you know, you play football, obviously. So I'm assuming there's a team yeah. you support. What team is that? Mm -hmm. Of course. The only team you sh any well-thinking individual should be supporting um, um, at the moment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the only team. I mean, the team winning the Premier League this season. I'm giving you more hints. Arsenal. Um, exactly. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. Thank good. <laughs> My heart has come down. <laughs> why? Why? What were you going to say? No, I, what were you as you were talking, Chelsea. I was, I, I, no, I was expecting you to say either Chelsea or Man United. I was like, no, if you say uh, any I'm of not these two, like I'll, 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 thank you. you see. I, I'm not like you. Yeah, like, hey, Are you serious? You. Yeah, not yeah. Like Thank you. That's good. Wow. Wow. Because fans of those two clubs are Agberos, anyways. The only difference is, so you've got the more corporate Agberos, you know, who are the guys on red <laughs> and the ones in blue are like, <laughs> are the ones that do the Agberos with your full chest um, the grassroots agbearers <laughs> wow <laughs> and here ladies and gentlemen is why you don't have two men on a podcast they start talking about football anyway I'll not respond I'll not respond to that <laughs> it's better because you know it's true you know it's true so um, so David like how do you feel about so where you, where are you from like from from what a racist question yeah that has always been a very um complicated uh, question for me um for as long as i've been 
mature enough to have to contemplate what answer to give to people. Um, so is he about where I was born? Is he about where my ancestors are from? You know, ah. and speaking about ancestors, you know, do I have to trace it on paternal lines or, you know? Yeah, on um, maternal lines, you know, exactly. The, exactly. The question uh, is more complex than people, you know, set it out. Exactly. Yeah. Is it where <laughs> I live that feels like a home to me? Hmm, uh, that's interesting. I didn't really yeah. So no. it's a very and and there are, there are many towns and cities, um, yeah, in Nigeria and across the world that um, hold a special place in my in my heart. So I would need you to be more specific. So we already know our answer. You're Nigerian. Okay. So. Well, you gave the answer already, so I don't need to go to any much. I found my answer. Sorry, so good. Uh, so, what do you think about like the climate in Nigeria? Like, do you follow like the political stuff going on at the moment? How do you how do you feel about what's going on at the moment? That's that's my question. Okay, to answer the first question, I do follow to the extent to which I can follow without losing my sanity. Fair um, point. Yeah. Um, what do I feel about the political climate? Well. It is what it is, uh, is the summary of um, how I feel. And also, in terms of how I assess it, I think you can choose to look at you know this cup of water from a half full glass perspective or, um, or half empty perspective. I choose to look at things uh, from and have full perspective mm. um, when my dark side is not having the better side of me. Um, yeah, um, I, th- I I suppose your question is more around like the INEC results, you know, the old um, disappointment. Yes, I didn't want to really like side. too specific. I was teaching yeah. this, you know, for yeah. yourself. Um, How do yeah. you feel? Um, I think um, INEC as a body have disappointed. Um, I have been paying attention to like, you know, the announcements over the last like two years about things like Beavers, the changes they've promised Nigeria. You know, I took out time to listen to his long speech at Chatham House and his answers to questions. And, um, and you know, I, like many Nigerians, I was, I was quite um, expectant and hopeful mm. um, even though as a Nigerian like you shouldn't be hopeful you know too hopeful I mean it's just like being <laughs> uh, I hate to say this it's just like being an Arsenal fan you know oh, it's hopeful <laughs> wow <laughs> you learn to have a positive attitude to life but not to stay hopeful you know yeah. um you know um yeah but yeah they've gone against their word you know like 48 hours after the elections, they had not even counted half of, you know, they had not even reported for half of the states. That that is just embarrassing and shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you've got this, and um, you've also got um, disappointment with like on the federal side with um, an executive arm that seems to uh, have a free and fair election as a priority. Well based on what was communicated and, you know, and, and some of the movements they were making. And it, it turns out it's, um, it, it was just, uh, it was just a facade, really. They had 
I felt it was a disrespect of the average Nigerian. Now to the obedience, um, I take even the current results as a win. Um, mm -hmm. And that's how I would encourage um, every Nigerian who was part of that movement to see it, especially the young ones. Um, um, and, and that is strategically speaking. And I think in life, it's important to keep an eye on the big picture. Um, yeah. I think I'll list a few of the wins that I think um, we've had. You know, the, the concept of, or the narrative of no, no structure, you know, no, no structure, no win, you know, no billions to be spent, no, no win. We've disproved that, you know, um, we've disproved that, that, you know, when the people are ready, things can happen, even yeah. when you have a candidate that is not willing to give shishi, mm. you know, it's, that's a big win. You know, you've got people, um, you know, you've got a decent number, is it six or three in the Senate, um, 37 or something in the House of Representatives. Um, that is unprecedented. And yeah. I think it, it builds us to, you know, to to keep hope alive and build on that. Go back to the drawing board. You know, don't don't wait until another three, three and a half years before we start building again. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to start building before May 29. Yeah. you know, to consolidate on our existing wins. Um, so, and um, yeah, and um, that's, you know, uh, that's um, a summary of what I think yeah. and how I feel about cool. the situation on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say, I agree with you actually, because, you know, it, we, we, can't, we can't look at everything and say it's been all negative. They've clearly been indications that at the very least, this election uh, process has shown that the voices of the people have power. And it's not mm -hmm. just, you know, an aimless facade, you know, or a dress-up activity that we have when we say, okay, it's election time. So at the very least, I appreciate that. And I commend, you know, uh, the political Liberal Party for being able to galvanize as many people as quickly as they did in the amount of time mm -hmm. that they did and have it actually resonate to people turning out to practice their uh, civic duty. So that's a, if, for me, that's a win. I agree with you completely. Yeah. 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 And this is a time where like we're seeing our normal like APC, PDP now like calling like talking to people now they're now talking to people and actually apologizing have you seen the apology tour now like you got mc oliomo dropping videos um, begging lagosians to vote for you know because they know that they don't have lagos again because they said they, <laughs> they own lagos blah 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 all that big talk yeah. now there's humble apologies coming out online i was so shocked to see like you know there's um the daughter of a governor in delta state you know mm having like um oh the okoa girl yeah yes i'm apologizing for like oh the scene of pdp begging for them to vote is it maybe for her or for her dad or something like that like, no oh, so i think no beg. she's contesting on that labor party actually oh really yeah that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> that's actually interesting <laughs> especially when her father <laughs> is um uh, is uh, contesting to be the vice president or was Mm. Um, yeah, that's you know. Well, the, we can still say that he's still contested because you know they are now in court. Um, mm. So you know, um, the race is still very much alive. Yeah, 
Um, but I think I, I've been more impressed, particularly with the Nigerian spirit, you know, yes. the Nigerian people. Um, it's, I think when you've been traumatized, you know, when you've been, um, when you've been, yeah, when you've been traumatized as a, as, as, as a, um, as a, as a citizen and you traumatized to the point of, you know, exhibiting traits of what, you know, psychologists have described as um, so, um, Stockholm syndrome um, with your, uh. your abuser, which is, you know, the Nigerian um, political elite. Um, it, it takes a lot for you to muster the kind of strength and courage um, to go out, to go vote, to, 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 to encourage your fellow citizens and motivate them to do the same, you know, to do things like, you know, stay, stay at the polling um, booth, you know, till nightfall, and yeah, with and even flashlights or not, yeah, bringing water for lights. people to drink, yeah, Let's people to internet. bring their generators, <laughs> like this, yeah. this INEC officials come up with like excuses. To and people are bringing solutions, you know, and it's it's raining, you know, and people are there in the rain singing songs, you know, singing songs of hope, songs of, uh, um, I'm impressed, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah, that's true. That do you know what? After before hearing you speak, David, I promise you, I was in a very angry state. I think. Uh, so two episodes are coming out this week. So the first one we've recorded, I was just literally ranting about what the hell, like, why are we like this? But now you've put it that way, I can't, I see the hope as well. Like, I felt so hopeless when we recorded our first one. Remember, Hope, like, <laughs> when I was just ranting <laughs> yeah, with so much anger and like, how can you people do this to us? But like like you said like there's always going to be a way out um there's still hope and i pray that you know even the little wins that we have like those people that have been you know that outside of the norm they actually prove that it's possible to have good people in government and actually do the job not necessarily just carry um what's our titles so i just pray that the people that we actually voted and actually made it through they prove they prove their little wrong and they prove us right and give like give us like the reason give us excitement and the reason of like okay this is why we voted this person and we are happy that we did like no regrets in that sense but um yeah, yeah. thanks thanks david appreciate that <laughs> you're welcome oh this no, is let us in now do you no. mean uh-uh. what do you mean by that you don't raise up your and close your eyes where you are how, how dare you? Who are you? Excuse me. You okay, must have bigot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me play devil's advocates for a little bit. Permit me. Always, always the devil. Carry on. Easy lie. That's not true. <laughs> but let me, let me, let me pose no. this. Let me pose this line of thinking to both of you now. So there's obviously in Nigeria we are very, um, we're very religious and all of that. And in all things, we like to take into account what god's plan is for certain endeavors mm. and situations and all of that and obviously politics is no exception so most people are of the sentiment that okay let god's will be done whatever god wants right that is obviously what would be the best case scenario for all of us as nigerians mm. my question is now that 
what if this a political party or a candidate that most people or a let's say a number of people don't think is deserving of the position of president is actually who God will use to bring the promise that Nigeria has that has been dormant for so many years. What if that is the case? Well, because good question. God, God can use anybody. He's no respecter of persons, as we know. Mm. Sometimes who mm. you think is undeserving of being, you know, the conduit or the medium with which God will, you know, provide his promise can be. Mm. So, you know, what if that is the How case? However, God is not a God of confusion and disorder, right? Mm. Um, that's if we want to be serious about this thing. Biblically mm. speaking, God is not a God of confusion. Now think about how this man got into power, right? It wasn't that, okay, um, something spectacular happened. I don't know. Maybe Labour said they don't want again. Or something. Like they cheated to get there. I don't think God works that way. Based on the history of certain things in the Bible, I, God does not work that way. He doesn't work with the blood <coughs> of people who, you know, fought for a certain person, like voted innocently, okay? And then them losing it to people cheating. God doesn't cheat people that way. Mm. So God can say this is the plan. This is who's meant to be. However, people can change it by being wicked and ch and cheating, right? Mm. But God can still use it. I'm not saying that God can't use it. God can still use it. But I don't I don't believe God is the that would work in a way of cheating and confusing people because the way this person got elected was that one person who had the power to either allow the people decide said no the, the people are not going to be allowed to decide no matter how hard they work i am the one or we are these few people are going to decide that even though you say you want this person we are going to push this person on you mm. that's not how god works your personally sharp that's how i that's what i believe so the whole god thing i think in nigeria we've used this as an excuse one to either not be active about what we need to do or not take uh. accountability for ourselves and our decisions or what what's whoever whoever that is in charge or to just to run away from consequences responsibility action yes you know, so let's say something as little as maybe um, you'd not study for an exam, right? You go for the exam and the person fail. The person that says, oh, it's God's will. It's really, it's not. You did not study. You did not prepare yourself. It's God's will when you've prepared yourself so hard and you've mastered it and then something unexplainable goes wrong that had nothing to do with your 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 ill preparedness, inability to prepare for the exam. Now you can say that's God's will, but you have a part to play and you don't play your part and then it messes up. Then you now say it's God's will. Like, come on now. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm too, I don't know what you call this kind of thought, but that's my own. Um, yeah, view on yeah, it. That's my own view on it. Yeah. David, what do you have to say about that? Well, um, I agree with um, the spirit in which um, low IQ has expressed our sentiment on the topic. 
I also uh, think that there's also, you know, some other um, angle uh, we could consider as we um, weigh in on this. Um, so I'm 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 going to um, base my argument on 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 on, on these two key premises. One based on this popular song that has a, a line that says something about God bringing light out of darkness, yeah. right? Um, I think there, even in the scriptures, and this is just speaking from like um, a Christian um, perspective, which is based on the Bible, which is the perspective I'm more familiar with. Um, there is an abundance of evidence in scriptures, you know, of how God has brought out light out of darkness, how about how God has, uh, has still made a way, even in the midst of, even in the midst of craziness, you know, where God has achieved His will for a people, even in the midst of actions or circumstances that you wouldn't associate with God. Yeah. Like for instance, you know, Jesus Christ, when he was being, you know, around the time of his birth, you know, because of the prophecy that gone ahead, a lot of babies were slaughtered. Uh -huh. Okay. We couldn't say God was orchestrating that. Okay? Yeah. Um, we also, if you look at the 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 the, the, the character, we, you know, the historical figure that I was named after, um, is known among the Jews and Christians as a great king. In fact, the greatest king Israel ever had. Okay, he, and you know he was anointed while Saul was alive and all that. One could look at that and say, mm, was God not just trying to cause confusion in the land? You know, yeah. getting Samuel to anoint, anoint someone else um, when there was a sitting yeah, king. Yeah. A sitting king. You know, would would David have been as as great and wise? You know, in spite of his um, recorded shortcomings as a leader, if he didn't have to experience, you know, living in caves, you know, running, you know, from places to places, you know, finding himself in circumstances where, you know, his people, his wives were robbed, you know, and, and the wives of his men, you know, were robbed to a point of him weeping, him and his men weeping. Like, I just don't want to imagine what, what kind of pain those men could have experienced to the point of them whipping to a point at which it was recorded, you know, that, you yeah. know, that, you know, yeah, um, you know, um, you know, that situation was so led David to a point of having to seek refuge in the hands of people whose hero, you know, um, he got his claim to his first claim to fame by killing Goliath. Okay. Um, and, inadvertently building, you know, um, foreign ties, if, you know, um, and learning that heart even before, you know, Saul died and he became king. I think these experiences made him 
who he uh, was a stronger king okay yeah. and yeah so i think it's possible even while god might not be orchestrate, orchestra, orchestrating crazy in it i think it's, it's still possible for his Into, will for yeah. people to be done however um I would also defer to you know Genesis, one of the, you know where you know God gave man charge to be fruitful and multiply, but also you know have dominion over the earth, not dominate his fellow man, you know, but have dominion over the earth, um, yeah. and that takes us to the point of personal responsibility. I think um, we are gods, like um, was referenced. In this, in the, in the, in, in, in the gospels, and I think God has given us charge over this earth and and determine our affairs, what to do with it. You know, the kind of world or or environments we choose to leave our children. Okay, um, so th- there's that place for personal responsibility, mm. irrespective. Um, so, yeah, th- that's what I had to to that conversation yeah yeah that's a very fine response i think you covered all possible bases that my devil's advocacy could <laughs> have tried to find leeway um okay so <laughs> I, I i think ultimately what you're saying is it's possible that regardless of the chaos that arises god's plan will stand strong and he can use such you know opportunities to have yeah. his will you know reign supreme and at the same time we also have to understand that god has given us a responsibility to act in a certain way that will at the right time foster his will being you know reigning you know uh, across the earth so yeah i i resonate with that really well thanks for that david i appreciate it um, well, it's true. Look, like you find better prime, <laughs> prime guest too. <laughs> <laughs> premium. I'm flattered. Premium humanity. <laughs> uh-huh. Premium. premium uh-huh. humanity. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So, like, my name is Loaiki, and I attract this kind of people now. Wow. Tell yeah. a lot about my personality, though. Maybe, maybe I um. I assume some some sort of intelligence that I really, maybe I fake it, but anyway, this is what it is. Um, so basically, so our topic was supposed to be <laughs> that means to the podcast. We don't have a topic. Our topic was basically like um, I call the um, what's it called um, high value human. So we're going to talk about like well, we are going to talk about the um, relationship situation. Well, not necessarily relationship, but the situation between man and woman, and today's phenomenal. So every every day especially if you go on youtube there's a there's a podcast talking about i value woman this i value man this you know women need to submit men need to provide women will say well i cannot submit to an idiot you know a man will say i cannot provide to a strong-headed blah 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 so it's kind of like okay we are here now what's the solution <laughs> you know so what's the solution to <laughs> to this phenomenon because <laughs> i think we started fighting i think this fight came out after like everyone everyone got lot less busy during the pandemic so everyone had time to face each other and started fighting i think the fight started when there was lockdown as soon as lockdown came everybody started podcasts 
everybody started this whole <laughs> honestly everybody started podcasting everybody started talking about men and women next thing everybody's at mm. war with each other mm. so like first of all i want to ask you guys like when they say i'll try and find um definition but when you hear i value woman what would you define that as so you guys can start anyone could just mm. jump in yeah dude why don't you go first well why are we um, hope you're laughing like you have like evil intentions What's i don't have evil intentions what do you, you, know, you, you know they say there's this popular saying um i mean i don't know how factually correct it is um they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder right mm. um i think the same applies to this um conversation around i value man i value woman who is i value and who is not um <laughs> value is uh yeah i think value is dependent on who is assessing it and who is building it um and like um i think it was in proverbs where they say you know do not cast your yeah your pearl um before swine um yeah um yeah you can cast your pearl which is something valuable to people who might see themselves as civilized or might be described as civilized but you know to swine yeah it's, it's nothing it's nothing so yeah so that would be my philosophical answer <laughs> um, <laughs> <that question. laughs> okay okay before host that hope wait 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 yeah okay um I will I will build off of what David has said. Um, Why are you building off? Can, can you just hello, be an independent man hello, and have your men, definition? Men Why supporting you... men. Excuse me. I know you women are not used to it. You guys like tearing each other ah, down. Wow. But us, Whoa. we like supporting ourselves. So wow. please, excuse us. Wow. Wow. I felt that one. <laughs> that hurts actually that actually hurt my innermost thank being you. thank you so much i try really hard so i choose to keep quiet i'm not taking charge anymore you take charge since you're the man yeah thank you very much so now okay <laughs> um yeah building on are you accepting defeat so easily yo i'm hurt fam uh, <laughs> my heart is bleeding <laughs> you know you see you see that's what i like about her she, she's a wise woman when she knows when she's down <laughs> so she just mm, just just take it like that is <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'll just build up for what they, yeah, I agree with you that, look, whatever is valuable is going to have some element of it um, based in subjective interpretation. What somebody may find completely unattractive, another person would really shit and love to spend the rest of their life with someone who, you know, has whatever characteristics. However, I would like to add to that, that there is also an objective interpretation of high value. Now we can we can interpret that in a secular, you know, fashion or in a spiritual one. Now, leading with the spiritual one, obviously there are certain things that there are certain um core values that the other half has to hold there um as well. Now there's nobody that is perfect. Even within these core values 
you know, people are prone to make mistakes or fall short and all of that. So I don't want to create a sense of where, you know, the only person that you can spend your time with or is worth your time, someone who is perfect in the eyes of God, that human being doesn't exist and has never existed outside of Jesus Christ. So, you know, you you have to take you have to take what uh the word of God says that you should have in a partner and who you should be as well, but also understand that life is a learning process and a journey in growing your relationship with you know with God. And in the process of doing that, you are going to make some mistakes along the way. So you know, there are some things that you should say, okay, for example, now you can't say, okay, I'm a Christian guy. I'm looking for a woman. And the person you want to date is someone who loves drinking out all night, every night. Like you probably, you, yeah, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. What are you trying to say? Ah, what exactly are you trying to say? Do you feel judged? I don't understand. I was not talking about attack you. Me. Can you be direct, please? <laughs> What the hell? I was not Did you feel like? Did you feel hit by a stray bullet? <laughs> Every time. What the hell? Wow. Oh, he always does this. No. Especially. Nah, mm. No, 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 no. the kind of person I'm before. You know you're the one housing yourself right now. Exactly. No, Nobody I'm not. Name I'm who... not. See, no, no. Somebody. No. Who... I'm here to fight you know... for the rights of women. How Which dare women? you? So men can drink and women can't. What are you trying no, to no, say? No, 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 no. Fight for themselves. Uh, okay. Yes, I'm also a woman, That's right? You see, somebody say like, "Okay, so it's the How last thing that, that was still the pain." Now, ah, it took off for body. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, ha, don't worry, don't but, worry. But no, worry. no, that's not. You have this okay, one. Yeah, okay. yeah, wait. Let me, okay, let me, let me, let me phrase it in a in a different way <laughs> that you'll be able to understand. <laughs> okay, if, if if it's a guy, if it's a woman, like there are certain there are certain behaviors that if you are looking at it from a spiritual sense, that you would say, okay, maybe this isn't the right person for me, based on what it is that they hold dear. Obviously, now. It, that kind of also bleeds into the secular kind of thing where um, maybe you're not even very deeply religious or whatever. Someone who sells cocaine is probably someone that you're not going to want to spend your time with. Do you get what I mean? So like, there are some core values. And, you know, I think this is the most important thing that I learned recently um, listening to Ben Shapiro actually on YouTube. And he said that there are two things that are really involved. I'll paraphrase here and there, but basically what he said is there are two things involved when you're trying to build a relationship with someone. There's the core values and then there's interests. Now, the core values are things that are the heels that you can you will die on. Do you get what I mean? So, and yeah. more often than not, those kinds of values are directed by spiritual beliefs and all of that, right? And those are the really important things that you should look for. Now, interest can be, you know, looks, appearance, socioeconomic status, um, interest in film, what you know, how you appreciate art and all of that. Now, those things are important, mm -hmm. right? But the the most important thing is not to allow those interests overshadow. They are all, not to allow the alignment you have with another person in that regard to overshadow the importance of you both being in luck as far as uh, in core values is concerned. Because at some point, that girl that you are looking at, oh, she's the most beautiful this, she has the this, that, those looks can fade away. Interest can change. Do you get what I mean? 
socioeconomic mm. status can oscillate up or down. She can she can be a millionaire today and tomorrow he's looking for where he's going to find bread tomorrow. Do you get what I mean? So all those things are not mm. necessarily uh, foundational values of an individual. So you shouldn't invest too much time in that sort that, you know, your core values and whether or not two of you are aligned there starts to suffer. So it's more mm. valuable to look for someone where with whom you share core values as opposed to, you know, interests. What as you guys that interest? Mm. So that's that's my take mm. on it. So based on what you said, would you say that the, the the reason why we're having this this to me I feel like these are issues that shouldn't even be um shouldn't be a problem like between relations in relations between man and woman. So would you say that because a lot of people don't understand um how important core value is yeah. to you know starting a family or having a relationship even a friendship yeah is this the reason why it's like everyone is just hating each other and fighting each other because they are not really paying attention to what they really find important rather yeah. they are paying attention um on what they're, is, they're focusing on things say, that are shallow stuff yeah they're not that yeah are, like i said those things are important too for example now i mentioned looks and all of that it's important yeah. for you to be physically attracted to let's say who your mm. wife will be or your husband is important. Anybody that says mm. oh looks don't matter is a lie. It matters. You should be attracted right. physically to you know whoever your partner is. However, that you shouldn't allow that to overshadow whether or not both of you think. Um, um. Let's see. I don't want to. I don't want to use politics as a cardinal point for values, but. Mm-hmm. Because it it can become very murky. It has if, become. If I do that, it has but, become. But, consi- but, but, but wait, mm. if you think about it, politics is actually it's because now, especially in this side of the world, right? We have people whose um, ideology mm-hmm. and their their um, their makeup is their uh, what's it called? What they call this thing? Their political identity. That's who they are. So if yeah. you don't align, they are not going yeah. to even give you yeah. time of day. Yeah. So whether we like it or not, it's now part of you yeah, know, the yeah, whole def- relationship, relationship yeah, between man and woman. Yeah. yeah. It it is what, what what I meant to say is I didn't want to use it. It is though. Please, David, David, the feel free re- to jump in. Don't <laughs> oh, be yeah, too yeah. shy. Please. You know, just jump in. No, I think the elf is still building his case, and that's okay. why yeah. I'm listening attentively. Sorry. You see, men are respectful to one another. You see, we don't interrupt each other. Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> I will get you one day. Just be going to your day today. <laughs> I'll get you back. <laughs> but anyway, you know, as I said, you know, it's it is a metric that you can I can use, but I didn't I said I didn't want to use it because it can get kind of lost in transition, let's say, because that also can change. There are people who viewed things in a certain way and after a while they view things differently and all of that. And I'm, I can use myself as, as an example, you know. Um, I'll just use a quick example of Donald Trump when he won the presidential election. I've said this multiple times on the podcast before. Um, before that, when after Trump won, I saw him, you know, giving his speech and all of that. And amongst the people that came up, all of them, you know, looked like him, so to speak. They are all white, except for one woman who was dark-skinned. And I thought this was in 20, uh, when, 2016 when he won, so it's quite a while ago. So my thinking was this. I was like, why is this woman there? 
Like, what she does, she know know that she's betraying who she is. That's how I was reasoning back then. And as you can imagine, that is a very uh, shallow, oversimplistic view of what it means to be affiliated with a political party. The party may have certain values that it considers dear, certain institutions that feel that they feel should be protected within society and all of that. Now, I didn't consider any of those things. I didn't know who she was. I didn't know what her background was. The only thing I saw was she looks different from this, the people on stage, and as such, she should not be there. Which, as you can imagine, makes no sense when you think about the situation critically. So, I said I didn't want to really use that because, for example, now, someone who might have been interested in me and was enlightened, let's say, might have thought, oh, I'm not a suitable uh, suitor, let's say, or candidate for someone that she'd want to marry. However, fast forward a couple of months, I was able to think more critically about certain things and all of that. So one might say, okay, you've missed out on this kind of person because, oh, he's a Democrat or he's a Republican or he's not conservative or he's progressive and all that. So I, I try to shy away from using that as a core value. However, ideally, if you are supposed to, is your spiritual, um, spiritual life that should actually guide your political lineage, really? Because at the end of the day, that is what will give you wisdom to navigate yourself as appropriately as possible in the world around you. You get so I would I would use spiritual alignment instead of political alignment as an example of one of you know the core values that one should actually look towards and build on if you are looking for a partner. Yeah. That's what yeah, I'm saying. I think I'm inclined to agree with that line of reasoning because come to think of it, you know, mind is body, soul, or mind and spirit. Yeah. And oftentimes um um our you know, what resonates with us in our spirits um tends to influence um what we feed our mind with, um and how we engage the world. So in that context, in that sense, rather, I think it, yeah, I think it makes sense to um, align with someone who is genuinely, similarly persuaded. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Um, however, um, even when you find someone, but then the question of genuinely, um, um, similarly persuaded uh, was expressed that way deliberately. Um, because, yeah, I mean, at best, you can only have an inkling into what is the persuasion of someone from what you can observe about them, but you, you, you couldn't really tell what what really is in the art, yeah. you know, what they really... <laughs> <laughs> um, and, um, uh, yeah, and those are murky waters. Um, Very, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I think with that also terms and conditions apply, like they say. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think it's funny yeah. because in the States, right, they came up with I can't remember the name of the app or the company, but they came up with an a dating app where it's like conservatives only. Really? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like they did that mm. yeah. yeah. I saw it on YouTube where it's like and people were upset about it that 
why are you trying to um people that are of a different leaning let's say what upset about it that mm. you're being exclusionary blah, blah blah it's like what you what no. the excuse was what do you mean by that like we're trying to create a hub where like-minded people are going to meet mingle and all of that which in turn they hope will increase the chances of you know people building really deep uh, meaningful relationships mm. based on the fact that they are actually mm. like-minded so and i don't know okay is that would you say that is helpful or would you say that is being I mean, close-minded and in a vacuum I don't see how unhelpful that is. Um, the reason being, you know, the, one of the main um, principles around um, a free society is that freedom of association. Okay. Wow. And with freedom of association, you, you kind of eat your cake and have it. You can't, you can't want to live in a free society yet, you know, want to police people's choices. Yeah. You know, um, people's right to associate together simply because you do not agree with the basis for the association. Now, the question is, does the association endanger others? Um, I mean, mm. on the surface, I don't see how that engage. I mean, how that um, um, how that endangers others. Um, yeah. So I I, I don't see, I, yeah. Even if people who are conservative decide to have their own social network or or their own dating site. Liberals to should go and have their own, you know. They um, actually do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they, should, they should have their own. They and have their be, own. And, and the old thing about this old thing is like, <laughs> well, these people identify themselves as liberals or progressive, you know, and these fancy words they use in describing themselves. I mean, in my experience, I find it, you know, that description to be an oxymoron. Like they are yeah. anything but liberal. Oh my god! <laughs> it, it, there's yeah, I, I there's this particular video. Just your response to what you just said, David. Where there was this guy. I think it was at a gay pride parade or something like that. And this individual was asked, "Oh, so what's what's your message? Your overall message?" And he was like, "Oh, love, peace. You know, accepting everyone, tolerating everyone. These are ex his exact mm. words." And the the interview was not like, oh, okay, Donald Trump. Oh, no, hate him, cancel him. Oh, die, please. Uh, I'm like, how can <laughs> you so in the same please. sentence mm. completely and utterly contradict yourself and then proclaim mm. that you have the moral high ground? I, I, I don't get it. It's exactly. Just I mean, the old point of this um, old, um, was it the Age of Enlightenment or whatever, was, you know, everybody comes to the table, um, to, you know, to the marketplace of ideas to exchange. And, you know, yeah. um, the superior idea or the idea you know, that resonates with the most people wins for the day. It doesn't yeah. necessarily win need to it doesn't necessarily win for life but it wins for the day and we keep it going and then yeah. those who are on the losing side you know if they feel so strongly about the idea that was rejected in the marketplace they go work on it they go work on either yeah, refining, refining the idea exactly or refining the communication of the idea you know exactly you know because you could have the same idea but have different outcomes depending on how you communicate it exactly um so yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I I don't see how 
yeah, conservatism. And also, you know, this thing, this marriage topic we're discussing, you know, a marriage can be formed on the basis of love or on the basis of financial interest, business interest, whatever persuasion, um, you know. Pe- However, I think that is quite different from like keeping a marriage together. And mm. I think keeping a marriage together requires a wide range of skill and and I don't even think the list is one we can exhaust. Um, mm. Yeah, and oftentimes, you know, everybody's at different levels in their journey of personal development in life. You know, you might be you might be really high in your journey as a cybersecurity expert. You, you might be farther in your journey when it comes to. Um, um, when it comes to understanding of, you know, the scriptures or whatever religious aff- affiliation you have, um, um, you might be agreeable as a person, and with, these are not bad tra- traits, but you could be a bad communicator. Mm. Yeah, and that is, and you know, I mean, and these and these other um, areas I've listed are important, uh, but communicating is equally also important, and that can make a marriage flop if the other party doesn't have the skills to make up for your shortcomings, you know, for instance, right? And you mm-hmm. find that oftentimes um, topics like politics are usually very tribal by nature. They mm-hmm. are very, um, they can get very um, volatile quickly, yeah. um, you know, oftentimes. And this is no respect of how civilized your country or your ethnic group is perceived oh, yeah. to be or not, you know. Um, you know, generally people find it difficult to have these conversations before um, calling one another names or making assumptions or having a dominant attacks, you know, which distract from the actual topic, you know, and stuff like that. And and for that reason, and so, I mean, if, if we, you know, for the sake of argument, I agree that as a, as a species, as a population, uh, we're yet to have a critical mass of us who have this skill to navigate building friendship, building family, building relationships, interacting, working together, mm. you know, in a common cause, even when we disagree in one way or the other, um, then I think it makes more sense for the sake of the marriage institution, but also for the sake of the victims like the innocent children who are born into it and will have to suffer the consequences of two elephants, botting heads, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, if you know, if people just avoid peering up um, you know, in context where you 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 know you disagree um or you're dissimilarly persuaded in these areas that um, we speaking from a population average um, wise, um, we, we we don't manage well as as as, as a people. Mm. So, like, what are we going to say now with all of this being said? Because I was going to ask again, like, what do you guys, what would you guys define as a high value man? Since we've defined um, high value woman, but before we do that, I want to know. <laughs> I know it sounds so odd, but it's hilarious. Um, but I want to know, like, what would you guys say is the problem between, not necessarily in romantic sense, but in, in relation in between the relations between man and woman, whether it be friendship, relationship, whatever. Like, what is what is going on now? What can you see now? Um, 
what's the climate looking like in your opinion um i to be honest like i don't think i am qualified to um just to speak on that topic authoritatively but i'll (laughs) tell you i'll tell you what i admire any man Mm. um or what i respect any man um I think a man, especially a man who's looking to marry, mm-hmm. um, should have a good level of self-control. Okay. Yeah. I th- I think it helps when a woman also has that. I think that's also important. But yeah, I I think I admire that self-control. Um, um, a sense of responsibility is also something that's very important Mm. um and i mean if i was going to view it both from cultural context or even the christian um context in terms of like how the role of um, a man in that union and that dynamic is defined um it helps to have someone with a high sense of responsibility yeah um um, someone who also knows when to make use of their ego and when to put it aside. Ego is not necessarily a bad thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's like fire. You have to know how to wield it and when to wield it, um, uh, to use it rather. Um, um, you can use a sword to um, to bring about peace. In the land, you can also use it as a tool for destruction. Mm. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, I mean, this is not an exhaustive list. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a long list. Yeah, you must have capacity yeah. to provide, for instance. Yeah, um, but in this day you, and age, do you really need to provide? Because, like, we've got, we've got lady ladies nowadays like we're like okay we can do it ourselves like you know i make my own money you know have my own stuff you know that kind of stuff like i don't <laughs> need. <laughs> Hope, why are you coughing? No, I'm just staring at You know what I mean? Like, you got, you got girls who say that. So it's like, okay, so you're saying you have to provide us to do this, but so there are some late women that are like, oh, we don't need all that because we can provide for ourselves. Maybe they are lying, sharp, but that's what we are I hearing in the you know YouTube. I don't think most of you, um, not, I, mean, I couldn't say for most, but I don't think all you um, um, listeners would agree with me, but I I find that to be quite problematic just from mm-hmm. a practical standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when you look at, you know, our species um, across the genders and what the nature of the seasons of our lives look mm. like, the reality of it is um, the nature of the female life, as I've seen, doesn't lend well to being able to play that provider role in every season of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just that, that's just a reality. Um, I will mm. give you an example. Um, for instance, um, women have you know their um, um, their monthly cycles, mm-hmm. for instance. And, you know, how that expresses itself, you know, it's, it's different from woman to woman. However, you know, I think there's enough body of evidence that shows that, you know, that that is um, 
that is an area that a lot of women struggle with. You know, some of them struggle with like even having motivation to do anything. Some of them even struggle physically with it. You know, sometimes even the struggles that some of them have, you know, even have psychological impact, you know, mood level impact, you know, you know, during that phase. And these are things that do not necessarily lend well to you being productive, um, right? Um, more so, you know, flip forward to like when you get to your pregnancy, childbearing years. I mean, these are usually tough. Yeah. Even if you're the most, even when you're the most progressive man um, out there, you know, in the definition of what the prog- how the progressives would describe a progressive man. Um, the reality of it is, um, at least in the first few days or week of a child's life, no matter how much the man wants to be helpful and is actually being helpful, the reality of it is for the most basic needs of a baby. Hmm. Woman bears the responsibility. The woman is the one we can provide there. You know, th- that, that's, that's just, a, yeah. I mean, I mean, <clears throat> the breastfeed, you know, that thing is energy sucking. Like, mm. you know, kudos to women out there. I don't know how they do it. I maintain their sanity, you know. Um, you know, a man cannot yeah. help with that. It could help with other things to provide soft landing, mm. you know, um, f- for the woman in that context. Um, you know, I mean, certain um, cultures um, um, I've read even do not allow a woman who has had a child to do much for a certain number of years i can't remember some a figure between three and eight years because they believe your body is still healing uh-huh. um you know from that birth process which is really trauma to the body this is just speaking you know medically or physiologically speaking yeah you know and i mean how can you stay pro- super productive yes there are women who do their work and their side business even during their maternity and have the capacity but they are the exception to the rule. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not the norm. They are the exception to the rule. So you need a partner. Even when you are a, a, a rich man, you can provide, you know. You, you, yeah, you need a partner who can carry you guys exactly. during that space. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think a man, <laughs> I don't think a lady should expect a man to, um, um, to, not should expect, I don't think a lady or a woman who, you know, who expects to marry should really be settling um, for a man who cannot provide the basics, not provide luxury, you know, mm. provide the basics yeah. for us to subsist and, and stay alive and, and healthy. Yeah. Mm. Um, Interesting. I so, agree. like, uh, so you can agree. So, and so basically now so based on what you said now what would you say is the problem right now like with men and women with all the fighting going on what do you say the problem is like based on what you said right now what do you say the problem is that we are just fighting all the time what do you think of an answer let me just let me just add something to what we're saying now, um, yeah. David kind of said that he's he doesn't really think that you know women are even going to be expecting a man to you know behave in a certain way, you know, and be attractive and all of that. Now, I think with what you said, like he was, um, oh, okay, the women that say, oh, we have our own this, we have our own that, where you know we don't need, you know, 
man to be this or we don't even maybe they even say we don't even need men blah 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 i think there are a couple of things that are playing here one either those people are the exception to the rule which which means it is not commonplace right what i was trying to really build on was what david was talking about um we was talking about the kinds of women that you know could exist uh, with that kind of sentiments that you alluded to um saying we don't need you know we don't need this we don't need that we have our own stuff blah 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 um i think one is maybe perhaps those kinds of people are outliers so they are not a an accurate representation of the general populace within you know women let's say as a whole um two i would say there's probably a lot of falsehood coming from that as well because if you look at uh such women i don't think any of them are actively looking for men that they view as um let's say lower just for argument's sake that lower than them let's say either on a socioeconomic level uh, and all of that you know i don't think that's why those kinds of women, if you ask them, okay, what's, what's the ideal man you're looking for? Is it someone who has, for example, let's say you're a college educated woman, you have a job, you have your own place, uh, you have your side business, all of that. Okay. If you ask those kind of women, okay, what's your ideal man? Someone who never, who only graduated from high school or never even finished, uh, someone who hasn't been able to keep a stable job i don't think any of them would actually list those as qualities of the kinds of guys that they are looking for and if you look at the pattern the dating pattern let's say generally speaking of women right they're more often than not dating men that are either within their own socioeconomic level or above so to speak and you can even look at a very, very vivid example of, let's let's even say college or university, at least for, anecdotally while I was in university. There was a lot of hype when I was in my first year amongst you know the, uh, my fellow first year ladies with guys that were in 300 level or in final year and all of that. Why? Because they are looking for males that are have a certain level of exposure within the vicinity that they are also dwelling in either. And that may represent itself in finances or just in status or experience, you know, someone who knows the terrain and someone who can, as such, have a, can play a sort of guiding role that allows them to kind of move around or navigate themselves in that world as safely as possible and with, you know, as much comfort as you know is afford as they can afford, let's say within that uh, facility. So the girls are looking for guys that can buy them a bag, take them you know out to a nice place to eat, you know make them feel really special on Valentine's Day or whatever and all of that. So yeah, and then if you look inversely at what what happens with the men, is either they are dating, it's the same thing, but inversely. Either dating men that women that are, you know, kind of are around their own socioeconomic status or down. So if you look at the dating habits of women, even they themselves don't even want that. Because they are looking for the guys that 
are in, you know, quote unquote, the boardrooms that are the chairman or, you know, is the young associate that is on the rise and all of that. So they themselves are not looking for men that they can't look up to in some way. So I think it's either that those kinds of women are outliers or they are just lying because maybe somehow they feel like speaking this way or having this rhetoric makes them um, feel better about themselves, Feels makes their accomplishments seem larger than they actually are. And they're trying to overcompensate for that. Um, I think that's what's really happening because the reality of dating patterns of women tells a completely different story. So, you know, that's just what I think is happening. Okay. So, so now, you know how simply we're able to like talk about this thing and it sounds so stressful. This is the problem. This is what's happening. So mm. people are lying, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What's the problem now with men and women, full stop? Like, why are we having different podcasts and shows just dogging each other out? Women, that's the problem. Like, just cussing each other out. <laughs> <sighs> to be honest, to be honest, I'm joking. To, to a certain extent, to a certain extent, women has faults. So a certain no, extent, both parties have faults. Yeah. That's my own. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what would you say is the reason that all of a sudden now, obviously we've been together for like time. I mean, men and women, we've been around for a long time. It wasn't like, oh, men came first and then after like 20 years, women came or women came first after like 10, 20 years, men came. We were, we dro- we were dropped on this earth at the same time, right? And... We've well, gone to depends be- on what you ask. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But generally speaking, right? You know, we we've been together since day one. Yeah. Let's say let's put it that way. So why is it now we're starting why why are we now fighting now? Obviously we had issues in the past, but why is it a bigger issue? Why is it all blown up now? That's my question. I think it's well, a bit I think uh... Yeah, go ahead, David. I think we live in a time, perhaps for the first time in recorded human history, where we don't really need one another for the basic things. Uh-huh. And, and I think that phenomenon can also be scaled even outside of a gender communi- a conversation you know, you talk about things like high levels of loneliness in society, especially Western society today, or um, or not just Western societies, but highly um, developed or financially successful societies. Um, you know, high levels of loneliness, lower levels of um, um, communal life and social engagements between people. Um, you know, th- these are these are the trends today and these are largely influenced by the fact that you know we don't need one another like growing up you hear stories about how people like our grandfathers or great-grandfathers generation for instance you know the men will come together today will go and do the grass cutting at your own plot of land and the farm you know next tomorrow all of us will go to you know person b stuff and that's you know and that's how communal land you know which are owned by different people maintained because one person can't do the job you need one another um we live in a time where you don't need anybody you just need to be able to afford to hire a tractor or own a tractor you know 
to get the job done. I think the same applies to um, when when we scale it back into the old gender conversation. It was it was a survival necessity in many ways. Yeah, for you to marry, but not just marry, but for you to have children. Okay, because even as a man. Uh, who might be able to provide in your younger years, you think about, oh, my older years, you know, who would look after me when uh-huh. I, I can't be physically active that much? It probably would be the woman you married who most likely would be younger. Um, um, it would be your kids, you know, which is why they also tended to have many children to spread the burden across the children of, you know, of... Um, of caring for you because you know these things all still boil down to resources money you know um yeah so food feeding clothing shelter yeah we needed one another women you know i mean life was not safe yeah um your your village you know people lived in smaller settings you know um in fact it's more of a 20th century reality where you have um the larger population in most nations living in the cities yeah that that was never how we were organized as a species and you know villages get raided you know unexpectedly at any time you needed one another for security you know um a woman needed a man you know um in that sense you know uh, to provide, you didn't have refrigerators. So even if you wanted a baby daddy or sperm donor to give you your kids and stuff, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. you know, like you, you can't do meal prep for for nine months, you mm. know, to last you for nine months. It's not going to happen. You need people, yeah. you know, um, you need your fellow woman, you need your fellow man. We live at a time where that is no longer the case. You know, the government can play the role, a lot of the roles a man can play with in the life of a woman anyways um you know and and the same applies to men you know um yeah which is so i think these are first world problems <laughs> honestly mm. um, yeah. i think in addition to in addition to that I, I also want to highlight the financial element of you know this this um let's say this blow up of the battle of the sexes. Mm. It is a contentious issue that often rouse up indignation um, uh, between amongst both parties or within both parties. And as a result, you know, media companies, uh, news outlets or whatever want to capitalize off of that, uh, that indignation to make profit. So, if I have a media house or a YouTube channel or whatever, I know that once man and woman are arguing or are fighting or who needs who mm-hmm. or who can provide who or whatever, you know, certain, you know, certain battle mm-hmm. of the sexist kind of conversation, people will click on it and come and watch. And mm-hmm. once that happens, me, I've made my own money. Whether or not the, the conversation was productive mm-hmm. or it's not my business, as far mm-hmm. as my views mm-hmm. and people are coming to watch me, I'm getting my money. So there's that element of mm-hmm. it where people are creating scenarios, conversations, arguments, grievances, and then attracting people to come and argue over it 
just so that people mm. can come and watch the arguments and then they can get their own cut out of it. So there's that element, there's mm. that element of it that is definitely there, especially mm. with the, mm. you know, uh, how ubiquitous, uh, you know, technology is now, mass communication and all of mm. that. 60, 70 years ago or mm -hmm. 50 years or 40, you it was only radio and TV and newspaper. And in TV itself, it's not mm. even everybody that had it. So, you mm. know, you won't reach as many people as you would now with that kind of, you know, stick, let's say, as your main mantra. Mm. Who is coming to come and watch that? Nobody. But now, that's not the case. Mm. Every Tom, Dick and Harry has a smartphone that they can access all of these things. So the pool... My dear. Yeah, so the, 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 the pool from which people drag content out for mass consumption now that the quality of content mm. that is drawn out has reduced because i mean before mm. as i have said this before to be on tv you you are a president a judge you know a lawyer a doctor or you know or you actually employed to be on tv that was your job Do you mm. get what i mean so the yep. the, the the level the standard with which people had access to that technology of mass communication was higher back then. Mm. So you can't just come out, mm. you know, back then and say, oh, uh, uh, you know, mm. Lagos, uh, I don't know, what men has come or, you know, or Lagos, you know, with some sort of ridiculous, you know, trivial or puerile, mm. puerile um, uh, bone of contention and come on TV 60 years ago. Nobody is listening to you. But now, it's mm. everywhere so and people can make money off of it so why not let them have their town square and mm. you know bite each other's heads off as far as their me town I make hall. my uh, their town hall as far as me I make my own money <laughs> so without <laughs> so that you know what like I really appreciate the level of nuance you've brought to this topic honestly yeah. I mean are you familiar with this concept of um, I think someone has written a book on it something about this um, the, the loud uh, minority and the silent majority. Hmm. I haven't read it, but I understand the concept is very interesting. That's your next book. <laughs> yeah. And oftentimes you tend to find that, you know, um, the, 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 you know, a lot of these voices you hear when you then look closely at the data, you begin to find that oftentimes they are voices of like the minority, but we mm -hmm. just happen to be very loud. Very loud. They are very loud, you know. Um, chances are a woman or a man who is happy in his or uh, in his marriage, you know, is not coming out to be shouting mm. and all that and all that. You know, uh, Madame is just waiting for a guy to come back from work. She too, she comes back from work. A guy comes back from work, and them have a good time together. You know, exactly. they are sucked up in their own world. But it, exactly. the other parties who are unhappy are the ones, you know. You have nobody to look Aaron, out, to, exactly. to look forward to, and so that's the person that has the energy to say, you know, I can't keep all this unhappiness and toxicity inside. Inside, you know, exactly. I have, to, I have to share it with the world. Men mm. has come, you know. Women are crazy, you know, and this, you know, this sort of um, statements that we tend to hear thrown around. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and also when you look at the statistics, also, you know, people, you know, people have always talked about things like, oh, marriages are failing. Most marriages don't work. Statistically speaking, most marriages work. Hmm. Statistically speaking, most marriages right. work. Hmm. You know. Um, so, uh, 
yeah, I think that's also something, yeah, we need to bear in mind. Mm. Um, and oftentimes, obviously, good news sell. I mean, good news does not sell. Bad news and so, sell. Yeah. Yeah. Bad news sells. Like, if you go to the BBC.com website, for instance, and you run a sentiment analysis on most of the headlines there, you know, they're mostly bad news. You would think the old world was, in, was at war or was in crisis, you mm. know, whereas that is not that is not the reality on ground, but that is what sells hmm. yeah. the business model. So, yeah. so, so for those, yeah. for those people who like, okay, cause it's good you mentioned this. Sorry. It's going to say something. Oh, sorry. Before I carry on my question. It's nice. I feel like no, I'm, yeah, doing interview. I'm doing a good job. I, I, I was oh, just Kaya, going to say that there's a, there's a, there's a psychological and perhaps even sociological importance to, you know, having easy access to quote unquote bad news. Or why, or an explanation as to why it is that you know bad news sells. Um, is I think we're all we're we're all programmed and primed to self-preservation as individuals and on a larger scale as a family mm -hmm. or as a community. And as a result of this, we are more likely to want to have knowledge of what it is that is harmful in our environment. And so we are more um we are more perceptive or maybe even even search for it to know what the dangers are within our immediate vicinity so that we can one protect ourselves or protect you know uh our family members so essentially it is a it's a programming of what not to do or what to stay away from that we have within us that allows us to kind of get drawn to that sort of information for example oh there was an earthquake blah 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 here everybody wants to know where the earthquake occurred how severe it was and what impact it can have on their own livelihood so that's why you now see a lot of people gravitate towards you know what is called um bad news so it is a necessary element of life that we can't escape. I think it. In fact, I think we quite literally depend on it for our survival. But then there's also a you know negative element to it, where because of our understanding of this base, of this human psychology, people tend to, with headlines, make things sound worse than they actually are, because they want to generate clicks, because they want advertisers to come on their platform mm -hmm. and all of that. So. Is is human yeah. beings trying to that are benefiting off of a natural programming by making it by misusing it? Let's say, because for example, now when you say okay, yeah, um, when people came out with news articles with headlines that oh the gender pay gap, you know, women are being exploited. Um, I think it was one dollar for every something cents that a woman earns, blah blah blah, and all of that. Now that was how the headline was presented to you know spur up indignation amongst the populace particularly women that oh you have been cheated blah 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 however almost 50 years beforehand it had been passed into law that you cannot pay someone less for the same exact job just because of their gender you can't it is a law you can't do it's illegal now mm. these headlines didn't present the news as though that were the case People are just trying to manipulate, you know, human psychology for their own benefits. They just make things sound worse than it is because 
people who are hmm. everly in the pursuit of self-preservation and as such want to know what bad news is happening and how to affect them and their family. So in order to maximize profits, attract more views, more clicks, more advertisement on your blog or your news article, they tend to make things sound worse than they are with their headlines. That's just it. Mm. Mm. So before we like close off, because I know we've been here for a while, I just want one last, one last thing. So like, you said, talked about how like some people can people can lie. We talked about how like um the negative news, bad news is the loudest. The people who are enjoying their marriage, for example, or having a good life, they are just you know minding their business, facing their lives in their own world, right? So for those who are like young people now watching all this, you know, loud minority, what would you say to them? Because I know that there are some people who base their life decision uh, <clears throat> and their, um, let's say, building their ideal, whatever it is they're attracted to, they make those decisions based on all this loud minority. What's it called? So they make lifelong decisions based on what they they watch, based on what this, this podcaster is saying, what that mm-hmm. podcaster is saying. Like, what would you say to that? I would say get comfortable with silence. Um, be more comfortable with your own inner voice. You know, um, be, not be more comfortable with. Get acquainted with hmm. your inner voice. Um, I think we live in a time where you know there's just an avalanche of of content. Hmm. You know, to the point where people do not even seem to have the time for to cultivate original thought anymore you know to engage situations you know and contemplate phenomena and the observations and create time to you know critically engage those things and and come to their own conclusions and i think we need to do more of that. Mm. Um, yeah, we need we, we need to do more of that. And frankly, I think it's from a well-being point of view. I think it's better. It's good for our sanity. I think. Yeah. 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 I agree. I, That's a good one. I didn't even think of that. But I agree as well. It's you know, it's I think it's it's even our moral obligation based on how inundated we are now with information to kind of. Um, drown out the noise and be okay with not knowing what everyone online is saying about everything because a lot of it is just frivolous mm-hmm. um i'm not saying that everyone should take the steps that i have taken which is i social media i'm you know i'm off for, I, I don't have snapchat i'm not on instagram i'm not on twitter i'm not on facebook you guys know. basically <laughs> basically I am his social media, <laughs> basically. So I'm not suggesting that everyone you know, goes so, to that extreme. He's the, I'm the but, only connection he know, has for just, social media. Yeah, just mm-hmm. take measures to um, protect your inner voice, as you know, as David has said, and you know your tranquility. Um, it actually makes you even more sane, to be honest. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, mm-hmm. so it was nice having you guys like okay 
except for hope he's always here but thank you david for coming like taking the time yeah. to join us today it was so much fun you know recording this and um yeah like what we can take from it is number one you know it's not what everyone is no one know what everyone is saying online is true so tend to just shut off the noise and focus on your reality um number two men and women we we need each other no matter how much we scream and you know spew quote-unquote hate we actually need each other so let's calm down first um what else have i gotten from this conversation a lot of things but i hope as you listen you, you know you pick what you want from it it's not everything that we say is um you know no, everything, it no, well, everything, everything uh, David said is, is correct and everybody should take it to heart. And, um, <laughs> okay, so if you have any issues with what David has said and you've taken it to uh, heart and everything, I'll give you his information so you can contact him and let him know. No, no, no. Hov is his uh, manager. Mm-hmm. So reach Hov first nah, <laughs> before <you>. looking for this. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> no no this this was a very nice and tamed episode like i really enjoyed mm. it and the fact that i didn't have to talk so much, much my... i did a listening for the first time as a woman oh god felt so um, odd but, um, yeah learning new things was it really amazingly nice. odd because <laughs> apparently women talk to the talking right we don't like to listen so <laughs> <laughs> i'm practicing my listening skills um Wait, so guys, I don't hate women, but I'm just joking. It's <laughs> <laughs> a joke. Just be Why would anyone guys. think that? Please. <laughs> no, don't call for me. I was just joking. Mm. I'm just joking, okay? I'm joking. But uh, <laughs> um, if I start getting DMs that I don't want. But um, yeah, um, yeah, guys, please. Um, yes, keep listening. Thank you so much for listening to this particular episode. Um, hopefully you get more guests and hopefully you get David to come back again. Oh my, it took ages to get him on this podcast. Oh my, it took ages. We've been, we've been uh, procrastinating and also changing dates. Partly my fault and partly Cove's fault, uh-uh. but you finally got here. And uh, yeah, don't forget to like, don't forget to share. Don't forget to um, comment. We are still waiting Nobody's for the roasting. Roasting. Just Nobody's do roasting it. Us, so you don't get any prize. And uh... <laughs> no, you say you're going to give um, um give away now. Yeah, you said give away, so no one's going to get giveaway because nobody's roasting us. So I guess we are perfect in all in all our ways since nobody's roasting us. But um, yeah, bye everyone. Thank you so much, Dave. Do you have any last words? Maybe someone should follow you on Instagram, you know, in case they have like questions, you know, of, of this well of wisdom you've poured out on this podcast. Like, you know, do you have any like way we can contact you? Are you like a counselor, you know, that kind of thing? No, I'm, a count- I'm not a counselor. I'm still very much figuring out life myself. Um, um, but uh, yeah, I think anyone could reach me through um yeah the official um contact of this <laughs> podcast um yeah uh, we'll keep it that way, <laughs> keep it that way. <laughs> no problem very very anyway, sharp guy yeah but On that um, note, we are saying but wait 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 before before you go um but um if you want to be a part of what i do um think.ai you could um check out our website um to have an idea of um what we're building and um in due season when we're launching um yeah you'll you'll find us on your social media channel you say the name uh, again maybe it's at that juncture i'd encourage the of 
Ving.ai, V-I-N-G.ai. So how how does it, quick question now, because I'm quite, I'm inquisitive now. Like, how does it feel to, you know, be part part of a startup, especially in the UK? How does that, how did that work out for you? Like, what was it like starting this Um, It's extreme sports. I'm not going to... yeah, I'm not gonna kid you, um, but it's 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 rewarding, um, it's refreshing um, being part of a mission to solve an actual problem. Mm. You know, um, also, um, you know, that will have what you know um, invested in it um, is also uh, been made to feel worthed by the external recognition mm. we have received from. A number of um, organisations, well-known organisations in the UK, including the government-backed um, Innovation Innovates UK, um, mm-hmm. who uh, we received a grant from in uh, was it 2020 or 2021, and um, were impressed with the good job we did, and uh, even uh, decided to fund us for another year. Um, um with um multiple times the initial amount um because yeah they believe in what we are doing um yeah that that is encouraging um Mm. to yeah to to keep working on this but also um um like most important products you know they sometimes take time yeah you know it's a very regulated space um that requires a lot of learning um I'm a tech bro, um, but I've had to learn a lot about compliance, finance, and things like that. Yeah, banking, payment architecture. Um, it's 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 been a yeah, it's been a fun jo- journey, really. Yeah. Oh, that's cool! Wow. Yeah. Wow, I'm actually excited. I can't wait to see the finished product, and I can't wait to celebrate with you when you guys launch. Thank you. Yeah. Um, before I say something. Yeah, I was going to say that this is actually, I'm actually in the tech industry as well. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe nice. we can talk a little bit more, you know, off the mic about um, this venture. Yeah. I see where where we can yeah. collaborate. Okay. Definitely. Uh, Definitely. Yes. Ah. Low IQ changing lives. What? <laughs> what? Your IQ is not so low. It's not so low, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to hear it. Come on, collaboration. Love it. Love to see it. Um, Anyway, thank you guys for joining us. And um, yeah, have a good day. Have a good week. And um, keep smiling, man. Life is too short. Enjoy your life and do what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.